Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am your host, Tim Genovese, a web developer for Oz Marketing and sales noob, I would probably say reputed sales noob mm-hmm. at this point, uh, as I, I now have a reputation for being a sales noob. Uh, with me today, as always, we have Oliver Young, sales director for the Young Automotive Group, and J.D. Diz Bradley, back, corporate baby. trainer for the Center of Excellence. Back. We're excited to be back, Let's right, Diz? Let's go. Oh, it's man. been a minute. Are you it's kidding me? Good. It's been a minute and a half. It might not have been a minute for you, uh, the uh, average listener, but it has been a minute and a half for us since we've been together recording these podcasts. Um, now, we've talked in the past a little bit about building rapport and the importance of building rapport and the importance of uh, probing questions uh, to build rapport. Today we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into those questions and Oliver has a, uh, he's got a particular format for this and I think it's probably appropriate that I call it a format. Uh, Oliver, why don't you explain to us why I'm calling it a format for building rapport? Yeah, I I love it. So um, I was actually uh, doing a training down at one of our power sports stores and Shane Spencer, uh, the sales manager, brought this acronym to me called Format. And uh, it's a great acronym that helps you build rapport and focus on the customer uh, in a really good way. And I, and he actually, he talked to me about it for just a quick second, and then he sent me a text of all the information. And so it's a really cool way. Now, when, uh, Tim, when we talk about building rapport, a lot of times people are like, I want to be a good closer. I want to be amazing at, you know, getting deals done. And they generally skip this vital step, which is building rapport. I think we did an earlier podcast about the, one, of the most incru- one of the most critical things that we can do as salespeople is make a friend. And that really starts with building rapport. Oh, yeah. Right, J.D.? Absolutely. Yeah, rapport is the basis, I think, of everything because if you if you fail to do so, there's still that weird wall every customer has or guest that you work with that uh, comes to see you. Yep, absolutely. And and what building rapport really does is it puts you in the life of the person that you're interacting with, who you're trying to sell. It allows them to see you as themselves, right? Because when they walk in and the, when they when they walk in and they first start talking to you instantly you're the salesperson and I'm the customer. <laughs> right, and a wall goes yeah, up. Yeah, the wall yeah. goes up and they're like, uh-oh, i got to guard myself, right? You're that guy. And they don't see you as a person yet. They see you as somebody who's there to take advantage of them. Yeah, right? absolutely. I think especially, and I wonder if this is the if this is the case, but I would imagine especially like if if the customer has a spouse or, or uh, a, you know, a friend or a, a kid there with them, because then it's like, oh, I've got to, I've got to prove that I am, I am the unsellable wonder, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, and, and they're like, there's that person. They're going to take advantage of me, and, and they're not going to take advantage of me in front of my kid. Run kids. Right. Run kids. <laughs> yeah. So building rapport, it actually, when you, when you do it right, it makes you a real person in their lives rather than somebody who's out just to take advantage of them. It just, it creates that relationship. It's the foundational uh, piece of creating a relationship. So kind of breaking down rapport is is trying to understand who that person is as a person and then relating yourself into that life. And so format is a good way of of thinking through each part of it, uh, of, of our lives, and asking customers, uh, those different, uh, areas. And so those different areas, F stands for family. 
O start, uh, stand, is occupation. R is recreation. M is motivation. A is animals. And T is teens. So uh, when you run through that, those are a bunch of different areas that people like to talk about, right? And who, J.D., who do people like to talk about most? <laughs> it's funny you should ask me because it is themselves. <laughs> right? People <laughs> like to talk about themselves. Oh, man. Favorite and, subject. And when you can get somebody talking about themselves, they'll, they'll start to open up, and you can then insert your life into that. And let's first talk about ways that you can ask questions using the format breakdown. Now, JD, you have the the hall, the hallway, right? Yeah. So, what's that metaphor? So, so it's kind of it's pretty basic. I mean, uh, I, I was always and and there's a good friend of mine, Ryan Howe, who uh, we talked about this a lot. That uh, you know, you you've got to picture yourself. The only way that I know how to illustrate building rapport is if you were to see yourself at a, in a hallway. And, and if you can picture this for a second, at the end of this hallway is a door. And on that door, there's multiple locks, right? That's the door to your sale, whatever your products, goods, services are. That's the door that you have to get through in order to get the sale, per se. Um, and so all of these doors in this hallway, most of our customers come in, like Oliver said, pretty guarded. They've, they're like Captain America, man. They've got that shield on multiple sides saying, uh-uh, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't trust you. And most people keep all of the, the most personal things about themselves, uh, them and their why, behind these closed doors, right? The, the, the product, good, or service that they're looking for, usually pretty easy to ask them about that thing, right? Because that's, you know, that's why they're here. Um, but it's, it's these doors that you have to try to get into. And because in these individual rooms are the keys to those locks, right? And so you have to determine what, what most salespeople make the mistake of doing is a customer will open a door for you. They'll literally say something as it relates to format, and then a salesperson will go, oh, right on, that's cool. But then they'll just glance right by it when you really need to ask at least a couple of more follow-up questions to be inside that room and grab the key. But there's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting dynamic that if you were to stay, Tim, and answer me this, if I stayed, since you're the sales noob, yes. if I stayed on too much personal stuff, where are you from, why are you here, how long have you been married, how many kids do you have, what would it feel like? It's going to feel like an interrogation, oh, getting the third degree. You have that, that, that yeah. mag light on your, right. your head, right? And um, a lot of times what we fail to do is jump in and out of these rooms back into the hallway to talk about the product, goods, or services. And, and Oliver talks about integrating, um, you know, into their life, helping them talk about their life and how what's in that hallway and what's behind those rooms is going to mesh all together, right? And it, it's, it's a weird, uh, you know, it's, it's a weird analogy, but, but if, you, if you think about it, most people do have a locked door. Um, and it's your job to, to find your way through based on, what information they're giving you and format with what Oliver's talking about is the best way to do it. Right. So, so as those, as we're walking through that hallway, as those doors open, it's important not to, uh, not to see the, the, the door crack open and just glance in and just keep going. 
but you've got to go into the room. But you, if you spend too much time there, you're you're basically an invader. Yeah. You got to jump back out, get back into the hallway, spend some time talking about you know what whatever it is you're trying to sell them. You know that could be a car, that could be a television, whatever it is. Right. Uh, and then find another room, go into that room, and then back out into the hallway. Do well, I got that? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Good. Oliver. Here, can you walk up to the cell door and just kick it in? This oh. There's there's too many locks on there that'll just keep you from kicking it through. Right? Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like cops. You can't go salesman <laughs> and kick their door in, right? Search warrant. You can't. Oh, yeah. Right? You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 with with format like and let's let, let's try to put this into a, a good example, right? So the door is hey we're starting a conversation around the product and and we come from car sales so let's talk about a car, right? So. If, if I said, hey, I'm buying this and my wife and my three kids need to fit in it and it needs to make sense, right? There's that little crack right, in the door, right? right? So the, the, the door is open, just a little crack now. Now, what are some questions that you would ask, J.D., in order to open that door and get in that room for a sec? Wow. And, and if, if I think that most people are like me, um, I'm jazzed to talk about my kids. Yeah. Right. So the first thing I'm going to say is, Oliver, how many kids do you say you have? Oh, I have three. Oh my gosh. Tell tell me about it. Are they boys, girls? I've got two boys and one girl. Oh wow. What what are their ages? Um, I've got a little. Uh, he's an eight year old, uh-huh. a five year old girl, and a new baby boy. Eight year old boy, five year old girl, and a, and a new baby boy. Yep. What are their names? Um, it's Davis, Blair, and little Mickey. Oh man, what so. now? That's a that's a that's a pretty good spread. What uh, what's it like having three very young kids? Oh man, it's tiring. <laughs> so and right there, JD's come in. He's opened the door. He got mm-hmm. in that. He got in that world. And so now he's talked about the first F family of format, right? Right. And we've been able to have a little bit of a conversation. Now, what would do the best part right there would be then saying, "I have." two kids as well, right? And bringing yourself into their world and saying, I'm like you. You have three kids. I have two. I remember my when my kids were that age. That's a tough age, right? But if you spend too much time in that room, so let's say, okay, well, what's your kid's favorite sports? How many teams do they play on? What, right? And you start asking a bunch uh, more questions. All of a sudden, you're going to feel like Tim was saying. That, now it gets a little creepy. Yeah. It's getting creepy, That's right? It. That's it, man. And so you, what JD was referring to is you spend a little time there, and then you pop back out on that product. Okay, great. Well, this car will be great for your family. Let me show you a couple features that will be great for your kids in the back, right? And so you're popping back out of that door, getting back on the product, but you're looking for additional opportunities that are sitting right, there in that right. hallway. Yeah, it's a crazy little analogy, but when you when you really think about opening and closing doors, and 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 what's interesting about it is that it's it's your guest, it's your customer that's opening the door for you. I'm I'm not I'm asking for permission to come in by them offering information. <clears throat> and based on the information that they offer and that that door that they crack, it allows me, it gives me the permission to ask some more follow-up questions. And, and we call those open-ended questions. They're questions that simply allow uh, our guests who are very interested in our products, goods, or services to just talk. Just to, if I say, tell me about your kids, man, what do they like to do best? Well, be prepared for a lot of verbal vomit <laughs> because that's all I got to say is one word to Tim and that's, 
Hey, buddy, tell me about Star Wars. Let me tell you about the opening <laughs> crawl of the original 1970s. Now, they didn't have the word we're Star lost. Wars anywhere we're, I am done. Like I, We're going to be here for a few hours, guys. This podcast just got longer. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, I do have a question, though. So if we're talking about this, this format format, right, if we're talking about the acronym format, uh, is it important that we try to hit all of these categories? Or, or is this kind of a... Uh, let's dive into family, uh, and then maybe that can lead organically to motivation, and then maybe that can lead organically back to occupation. I, I think you definitely don't have to hit all of them. In order to get a sale, you don't have to sit there and cross off the boxes and get all through format, but you want to find out about that person and how your products can relate to them eventually in the in the sales process, right? Because they're, you know, let's say your product saves them more time. Well, great. That's going to help you get to your family or it actually might help you go recreate more or might get you into your passions more, right? So you get the ability once you've built that, that rapport, you get the ability to actually then close using their life as the reason why they should buy your product. And this um, is and this is all about powerful. yeah. Th- this is all about we talked about uh, we talked about uh, presentation versus uh, you know questions before uh, in a, in another episode, and we yep. talked about how questions can help you tailor your presentation to your specific customer. And this is really how we're going to do that is yep. is through these questions. That's yep. it right there. Well, if you think about it too, I mean, uh, who do you buy from? Like, who do you buy from? Like if you have a that guy or that gal that you go to that that's your go to, why do you go to them? Because I trust them. So it would be it would be safe to say that if you're really really good at building rapport at at format, recognizing the family, the occupation, recreation, motivation, animals, teams, you know the things that 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 fascinate you about these individuals. It's getting to know them. Um, there are they more likely or less likely to buy from you? I mean, it's not rocket science, or yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, you're definitely more likely to buy if you have a connection with that person. And, and real quick, let's just see if we can come up with a few different questions as we go through this. So, J.D., you did a really good job with family. How about occupation? What are some questions you would ask in order to open up the occupation door? Generally, I would start with, with kind of an either-or. Um, an either-or is really asking a question and supplying the answers, but it's just to create dialogue with a guest. Um, and, and I would say, hey, uh, Oliver, are you going to be using this for, for business, or is this going to be for fun, pleasure? Oh, uh, it's actually for business. Oh, fantastic. What do you do for work? Yep, and there, uh, the, now There's the, the door. door's open, right? Right. What do you do for work, yeah. right? And do people like to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Right? I love talking about what I do. I, I get to sit here on a podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the recreation. How, how, how do you feel like you'd get to recreation? Hey, what do you and your family, Oliver, like to do for fun? Yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially when the product comes from you know, or is going to be helping them get out to, the rec- to recreate, right? But even if, it, even if the product isn't related to it, just understanding how your customer chooses to spend their time after hours is a really good way to connect with them. Because let's say, Tim, I know you're a runner, right? Sure. And I run as well, right? If I knew you ran, then we can connect on, hey, where do you run? What trails do you run on? And all of a sudden, I become a real person in, in, in your mind, right? Yeah, absolutely. So motivation. What do you guys feel like the difference is between motivation and recreation? 
when we talk about that? Yeah, that's that's a fine question. Um, so I, I would imagine recreation is is what I'm doing with my leisure time. Motivation is kind of what gets me out of bed in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and it could even go deeper, right? It could be, you know, what, I'm really motivated in helping in this nonprofit. Okay. And that's what motivates me. And so understanding that that people have different motives and why they do stuff and how you can connect with them through those, right? So I, I sit on um, the, the board of Ski Utah, right? And, and it's because I'm, I love to ski, but I also like the ski industry right. and it motivates me. And so if somebody found that out about me, I would be talking about it for the next half an hour, right? Sure. And it would create connection with another person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be honest, of all of these, this one seems like the trickiest. Motivation yeah. seems like the trickiest. So what, what would be some ways that we would draw motivation out from a customer? Uh, so you can look for little clues, right? Um, and JD, wh- what do I mean by that? Well, here's the thing that I that I go to every single time I'm, I'm with a guest is that uh, when I start to find out about their family, about their occupation, about their recreation, I already get to see what motivates them. Yeah. As as they start to drop these little hints about their family, and I watch your eyes get brighter when you talk about your kids. Guess what? That's a big part of your why. Oh, yeah. sure. Right. When when you talk about your occupation, you're like, man, I love what I do. I'm so passionate about it. And and I found out that in your recreational time, you love to ski, and that you're on the board of Ski Utah. Guess what? That's motivation. So it's taking these small mental cues that your guests give you, these little nuggets, if you will, and, and saying, oh, wow, that's what motivates them. And, and, and a couple other little clues are like if somebody showed up with a hat, a snowbird hat, like, right? Oh, I snowbird, what's that all about, right? Or if on their, you walk into their office and they have their degree up on the wall, you could ask them, hey, what's, I, I see you got a degree from X and Y school. It's probably something that interests right. them, that they want, that they would be willing to talk about, that you can find that common ground. All right, all right. I'm, I'm seeing behind the curtain a little bit. Last, last time I traded in a car, I had a whole lot of stickers on see the that? back of it. <laughs> and I got asked a lot of questions about those stickers. Uh, th- yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the first things I was taught is <laughs> when you go look at somebody's car, look at every sticker on the back. Yeah. Well, in a stigma, let's let's throw this out there, right? Because we do come from, we're automotive-centric. The stigma of the automotive industry is that they're using those things against me, right? That it's it's us against them. And we're going to talk about that in a, in a different podcast. But but it, it's, it's understanding that, and, and Oliver hit this at the very, very beginning, is if you can't make the connection with your guest through building rapport, through using this format, right, this rapport hallway, then you're not going to humanize yourself. And if a, if a customer or a guest um, cannot see you as a human, right, see you as the reason I'm asking about Star Wars, Tim, is because I can see you're passionate about it, that it motivates you and you love it. And I'm interested. I want to find out. The means or the end to that means would eventually be a sale. But, it, but it's not necessarily the reasoning behind. Salespeople make the mistake of, of saying, that's the reason why I'm going to ask those questions is because it's going to get me a sale, <laughs> right? That's sometimes, yeah. and it's taught that way sometimes. But is it about their experience or is it about your experience as a sales professional? It's about their experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, and really understanding 
that is crucial, crucial, crucial. And actually caring about the answers that come back. Right, right. right. Hey, and another one is animals, right? Yeah. Um, I know you have... Two dogs. Two dogs. And uh, so that is a... Th- that is something people love to talk about as well. Absolutely. Right? They, they love to talk about animals. So finding out more about animals. So if it wasn't only the the stickers on the back, but is there is there hair in the back, right? <laughs> the the little the little Guilty. nose the little nose prints yeah. on the window. Oh, the nose yeah. prints on the yeah. Guilty. <laughs> I've oh. got I've got a dog, a Teddy. <laughs> He's a big dumb, dumb animal, but I'd be happy to <laughs> yeah. talk about him. But I bet you the three of us could have a pretty darn long conversation. You have two dogs. I have three dogs. You have one dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting conversation. Absolutely. And then lastly is teams, right? And that, and that's going back to sports. Is there something, is there a team that you're, that motivates you? Is there something that connects you? Um, and a lot of people wear team shirts, sure. teams apparel, and those are those clues that can open that are that crack of the door that you get, will open it up and you can connect through people through those teams as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of really great ways to, you know, that wall goes up. I'm seeing how we're chipping away at that wall, how we're humanizing ourselves, and how we're inserting ourselves into the, into the customer's life um, to, to really become uh, much more than the guy who's trying to sell them something. So before I jump into the recap, do we have an action item for this week? Um, the action item, I would say, would be look and find which little cracks you see over this next week when you talk to people to be able to open and build rapport. And that doesn't mean you're in sales. It could be just building a new relationship with somebody. But it's really interesting when you just pause and find ways that people are trying to talk about themselves and they're leaving little cracks open for the door. You know, and since every person's different, I mean, see if you can find any similarities between which doors people open the most. If you start to realize that everyone opens the family door, or at least the majority of people do, boy, that might be a really great touch point. If all of a sudden recreation or motivation becomes a door that opens often, write these things down. Absolutely. So I've, I've, as usual, I've been taking copious notes. So uh, I'm going to run through my recap. You tell me if I've got copious. this right. Copious notes. Uh, so format, basically, we're looking at uh, ways to build rapport with the customer through family, occupation, recreation, motivation, animals, and teams. Uh, the reason we're doing this is it, this all goes back to episode one, make a friend, right? We're trying to make a friend so that we can build rapport so that we're not just the guy standing between them and a sale. Uh, and then uh, what, what we're wanting to do really is to get to know the customer as much as we can uh, so that we can insert ourselves into their lives and, and really become just a, an absolute human being to them. Um, we need to think about rapport as though it's a hallway of closed doors. We need to watch for the cracks in the doors, and we need to uh, ask for invitation into those rooms. But once we're there, we can't spend too much time. We have to, otherwise we're an intruder, right? Then we have to jump back out into the hallway, talk about, talk about the business at hand, and look for another crack, look for another door to enter. Um, and, and then you always want to make sure that you're pivoting back to yourself and relating yourself to the customer somehow through those conversations. Um, and then we, we don't necessarily have to hit everything. We don't have to hit every, every category, family, occupation, recreation, motivation, animals, teams. We don't have to do it in that order. It, it should be organic. But what we're really doing 
is uh, we're looking to find out as much as we can to tailor our presentation. So looking to find out as much as we can about the customer to tailor our presentation to that customer. Uh, and then uh, as, as we're looking for these doors to open, some tools that we can use is some either-or questions like, uh, are you going to be using this mostly for uh, work or mostly for personal reasons? Um, we, we can look for little clues that the customer's dropping. Look for the stickers on the back of their car. Look for the sports jersey that they're wearing. Look for the nose prints on the window, stuff like that. But the key here is we're trying to humanize ourselves so that we can, we can insert ourselves into the customer's life and tailor presentation for them. I love it. I don't know if I, I couldn't have said that, that was, at all. That was, <laughs> that was absolutely that was incredible. That's, that's all you. It's all you. <laughs> yeah, so. okay. All right. Well, uh, as usual, it's it's been fantastic, um, and uh, I, I feel like I've learned a ton today. This has been a great deep dive on making a friend. Uh, what we want you to do in the future, uh, we've actually set up an email address. If you do have questions for us, if you'd like to, some questions answered on the podcast, please send them to us. It's a podcast at youngcoe.com. We'll all see those emails, and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, some good questions that we can yeah, answer for you. Suggestions for podcasts in the Absolutely. Future. That would be fantastic. Share with us. Share the podcast, please. Please share the podcast with your friends. Go, we love it. Yep, rate us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And, yeah, share this around for us. All right. Well, this has been the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. We will see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Boom. Thank you. We're out.